This is the Straight Truth Podcast, biblical answers to difficult questions from a Christian worldview. Pastor, there are many challenging texts, challenging even books of the Bible, and yet the Bible tells us that all Scripture is not only inspired but profitable Mm -hmm. for us. So I wonder if you can speak to this. Uh, You know, books like Leviticus is where these uh, Bible reading programs die. A lot of people just give up at that point, <laughs> True. right? Because it's a very challenging book to understand. And uh, and it's hard, especially to see what's the application for me? Yeah. How is this profitable for my life? So can you speak to that? How, how can sort of a, a study or a prayerful study of some of these difficult books or passages help us grow in our Christian walk? Yeah, so first off, one of the things that stood out to me in your question is, you know, how how does this apply to me? Which is a, a, a a good question. It's a needful question. But it's a good reminder that sometimes we, we read the Bible in in a way that's too man-centered. Mm. So maybe the first question we ought to ask before we ask, how does this apply to me, is what does this teach me about God? Mm. Right? What does this say to me about Him? And so if you read books like Leviticus and you ask that question, what does this teach me about God? Mm. Then you might be surprised at how profitable it is for your own soul as you learn things about God. Mm-hmm. A book like, like Leviticus has context, so mm-hmm. it, it was meant to operate in the life of the nation of Israel, had very specific purposes uh, from a national point of view. And in that way, it's a good reminder of how God's Word is practical, mm-hmm. how God cares about practical things, you know, down to, to specific matters of worship um, mm-hmm. in very detailed ways. One of the things that's amazing about some of those books like Leviticus is the detailed nature of them. Uh, things that God addresses that we, we wouldn't even think to address, but he's, mm-hmm. he's addressing it because he knows it will need to be addressed in the life of the nation and in the, in the life of the practices that he's describing and how God does that. I think about you know, the design of the tabernacle, the temple, and all the details yeah. that God gave uh, for how things were to be made, yep. how they were to be arranged. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's just, just a good reminder for me, carrying it over to, 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 the, to the point of application, God cares about the little things of my life, not just the, the big things. And, and some of those little things turn into big matters. So to, to pay attention to God down to the smallest details of what He speaks to me about. So I think that's, that's a, a good thing. I think it's also a good reminder to me that what I think is necessary for my life often underestimates what is necessary for my life. So what I'm thinking about is maybe I read something today and I don't see how it has any great effect on my thinking or my behaviors or my choices, only to discover three years from now that that truth I learned in that section mm-hmm. has a very specific, uh, serves, proves to be a very specific help to me mm. two or three years later that I, I didn't envision. Mm, yeah. And and that's what, there, there are no throwaway lines in Scripture. There's nothing there that yeah. isn't needful. Yeah. Not only not profitable, but not needful. Mm-hmm. And so if I can remember that, then, then what I want to do is saturate my mind and life with all of God's Word, even that which, from my vantage point, if I'm being honest with myself, I don't see exactly how it's going to help me right now, knowing God knows better than I do mm-hmm. about what I need and what's going to be helpful to mm-hmm. me. And I might have something to access two or three years from now or six months from now that I didn't think necessary at the time, but mm-hmm. it was necessary. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. In, in those ways... I'm encouraged. So back to your first point about what asking the question, mm-hmm. what does this tell me about God? In what way does that 
specifically? That's, that's the central question of theology, right? What does this say about God? How does that help us in our Christian walk? Well, that question uh, specifically. That, that yeah. question, mm-hmm. what does this say, teach me about God? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, there's no greater need on the part of the creature than to know his or her creator. There's no greater knowledge that's been uh, given to us by our creator than the knowledge of himself. I mean, revelation is, was God's decision. He didn't have to make himself known to us, mm-hmm. but he has mm-hmm. given us the capacity to know him. Mm-hmm. So there, there's just no higher calling, no higher privilege no more life-transforming and eternally significant issue than knowing God. Mm-hmm. And so in all of Scripture, that's the number one question. That's, mm-hmm. the, the, that's the first matter of importance mm-hmm. in the reading of Scripture is, mm-hmm. God, what are you telling me about yourself? Mm-hmm. And it's only as we know our Creator that then we have a self-knowledge that is in any way trustworthy. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to shut yourself off from the knowledge of God and try to understand yourself mm-hmm. is folly. Mm-hmm. So one of the reasons why, I mean, to, so here's one very practical, I think, application of that. It's one of the reasons why biblical counsel is superior to psychological counsel. Mm-hmm. Because when you talk about psychological evaluation of human beings, I'm not saying there's no value in it. Mm-hmm. It's an, observe, you know, an activity of observation. And there are things you can learn by observation. But what you can never know about another human being is what's going on in their hearts. Mm. God does know. And so his word has all that baked in. It takes it all into account. His knowledge of his creatures. And so when we address an issue from scripture, in that knowledge that's being conveyed is a world of wisdom and information that has come to us directly from God that we would never arrive at on our own. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not only do I not uh, is it true to say, I, I don't know you perfectly. I don't know myself perfectly. Mm-hmm. So when Jeremiah 17, 9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked, who can know it? The very next verse declares the fact that God knows. Mm-hmm. God knows his creatures. He knows the heart. Mm-hmm. So in the same sort of way that, that I can know certain things about you by observing you, but I'll never know you the way God knows you. And his word gives information about me and you that comes directly from God. So it is even with the knowledge of my own self and my own life. Knowing God opens the door to a more accurate view of my own life. And that's what we all need. Should we spend more time on these very difficult things? Or is it, is it good enough to, because it would be harder work. It would maybe be hard work to say, okay, the food laws in Leviticus and mm and or the impurity laws and this sort of spectrum of cleanness and uncleanness. It's going to be really hard for me to figure out how this is applicable or what this says about God. So maybe I should just go through quickly and and get some maybe core principles Mm -hmm. and move on to maybe something that's a little bit more applicable or practical to my life. Or should we do the hard work of just sticking with it? We do the hard work. You you need to treat all of Scripture. We we would not deny that there are weightier matters in the law than others. Mm -hmm. Our Lord rebuked the Pharisees, because they tithed down to the herbs in their garden, but he says they neglected the weightier matters of the law. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say that every contour of Scripture is equal in terms of how it's going to affect our lives. That wouldn't be true to say. But all of Scripture is God-breathed. Mm-hmm. All of it is profitable. All of it is needful, which means all of it deserves our attention. Uh, one of the things I love about you is you took the time 
to, to do PhD work, to mm. accomplish a, a PhD in Old Testament. And I know, I don't think I've ever specifically asked you what motivated you, but I think mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. And that is perhaps an awareness of weakness, mm -hmm. right? This is something I need to know that I don't know. Mm -hmm. So let me devote myself to that state. And, and that mm -hmm. kind of hunger, Josh, should characterize us. Mm. God has given me a book that I will not exhaust the knowledge of that book for my lifetime. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can study it all my life and will never exhaust what, what is here. Mm -hmm. And so wherever I feel myself, where I, where I know myself to be deficient, rather than avoid it, mm -hmm. I ought to run to it. Mm -hmm. let, me, let me grow in this, not in a way that neglects the rest, but in a way that doesn't neglect that area where my deficiency mm. is glaring. Mm -hmm. And, and what's sad, I know this saddens both of us because we have talked about this, mm -hmm. there is tremendous ignorance of the Old Testament yeah. in the church of our time. Mm -hmm. People just do not spend any time there, mm -hmm. not realizing that the Old Testament is, is as much scripture for us right, right now as the New Testament. Yep. Yep. So it's, it's, it's only old in the sense that it came mm -hmm. before, not in the sense that it's now not needful. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we need to give ourselves even to the hard portions of Scripture. Mm -hmm. Okay, so finally, would you agree with this uh, statement? All Scripture is equally inspired, but not all Scripture is equally profitable. No, I don't think I would word it that way. Mm -hmm. I would just say, um, I mean, maybe you could word it that could way. could word it that way. Yeah, I, I would mm -hmm. just say um, there are weightier there's, there, there are differences in terms yeah. of the contour of Scripture. Mm -hmm. There are weightier issues than others. Yeah. And um, Obviously, if you were an Old Testament believer in the promises of God, you would say that the book of Leviticus is equally profitable uh, than, say, other books. You would probably sure. say this is as equally profitable. And um, I'm looking at that from a um, New Testament believer's perspective, also knowing you know, what Christ has fulfilled. Mm -hmm. um, specifically books like Leviticus and what right. they symbolize and, and, and sort of um, projected or foreshadowed what, what Jesus actually fulfills. So from that perspective is how I'm approaching it. Yeah, no, and I, I don't disagree. I, I, I think, and you know this, I mean, I'm not saying anything you don't know, but sure. fulfillment versus annulment. Mm. So he didn't come to destroy it, mm. came mm. to fulfill it, mm -hmm. and it still speaks. Mm -hmm. Now it speaks in a way, in fact, to us as we see its fulfillment in him that someone who doesn't believe in Christ will be blind to. Mm. So in that, in that sense, the Old Testament comes alive to me mm. because now I, I see its fulfillment in my Savior. And so when I'm reading rites about rites related to blood sacrifice, you know, how can I not understand mm -hmm. the blood sacrifice right. that answered all of those things, you know, fulfilled all of those things? So. Yeah, I think you can say it the way you said it. I, I, I wouldn't take issue with that. Mm. Not, it's not all profitable in the same way, which would be mm -hmm. the same thing as saying some matters are more weighty than mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. But it's all profitable. Yeah, It's Absolutely. all needful. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels, so be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.